Thanks for listening to the Babe Let's Talk podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Visit babelesstalk.com to learn more about our podcast or to submit a question or a topic for future podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in. <laughs> hey, babe. Are you ready to talk? Yeah. Kind of? Mm-hmm. Sort of? Huh. Can you believe it's been 20 years? No. <laughs> We've been married for 20 years, guys. October the 20th, 2020 marks 20 years of being married. We got married October 20th, at 2000. 10 at 10 in the morning. <laughs> I can't believe it's been 20 years. What were you thinking that day when you got married? I was thinking, wow, I'm really about to be married. I really didn't, I don't think I really had an idea of what marriage really was. I just knew we'd be able to be together 24-7. If we wanted to, I mean, you know, other than school and work and all of that, I mean, we were still in college and everything, but I just, it was like a weight off my shoulders, kind of like a, I got to exhale because, you know, no maneuvering, no, okay, I'll take you home. You take me home. I'll pick you up. I'll drop you off kind of thing. It was just now we're going to live the life that we wanted to live, which was being together. And not ever having to leave each other because that was agonizing <laughs> every day. Yeah, I I just remember being at the courthouse and I think we went and got our marriage certificate before. Yeah, you had to have it. Right? Yeah, I so, think we got it like the day before or something. Like, or a week before or something. Yeah, it was a while. It was a little bit before because we had to go buy the... We had to go buy something. I can't remember how we did it back then, but we had to go buy the certificate and get it signed and whatever. And then we took it to the ceremony so that the judge could sign it after that. Yeah. For me, it was a lot going on in my head. You know, I called uh, VA at the last minute to tell him to come, come be at the wedding for me as a witness. Making that decision was was very exciting for me, though, because I knew that I didn't know what, what we were going to do. I just knew that was the time like for us to get married, like you said, to be together and figure our life out together. Like you, you had some doubts, but I knew that when I made that decision, it was forever. Yeah, well, I mean, I I didn't have doubts initially because when we were first getting married, I thought, well, we're together all the time anyways. Like for me, the next step being marriage was not a big deal, which is why I really didn't even make it a big deal to have like a wedding or a ceremony or anything like that. We knew we had to have a some type of ceremony so that we could get the certificate signed and all of that. But I wasn't as big on a wedding um because i'm like naturally this is the next step like the only thing we don't do is stay in the same house 
And it was like, okay, now that will alleviate having to drop each other off. And I think we had, I think I had just gotten a car before that or something like that. It was like, we were still sharing our parents' cars, <laughs> like getting each other back to work and to school and, you know, just spending time together and having fun outside of those things. But it was like, okay, so we get married and what changes? We get to stay at the same house. Like, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. Um, so I was like, okay, let's get married. Like, <laughs> I was on the verge of getting my own apartment because I was still with my parents. You had an apartment and I was with my parents still. And I was like, okay, I'm getting to the age where I need my own space. I need to, you know, make my own decisions. I got a car and I was like, okay, it's, it's time to move out. And when we talked about it, it was like, okay, so we're going to be paying two different rents. We're both going to be working. Like, why would we waste money like this? So I was just like, let's just get married. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> you know, it was funny about our part, that first apartment uh, bachelor pad that I had for what, like a, a month and a half. <laughs> it was a very short time. Very short time. But it was a, it was a very spacious apartment mm-hmm. that was the thing that drew me to live in there i was like man this is a lot of space it was close to capital but if you think about it when I, I laugh about it now i'm like man if you're gonna get married that wasn't the place you would think that you're gonna live at like oh let's go get it let's go get an apartment or a townhouse <laughs> or a house and it definitely wouldn't have been the place i picked <laughs> I would have been like, uh-uh, we are not moving there. But it was funny because you really didn't have that feeling. Well, you didn't express that. Um, no, I'm saying if I had a choice, I would not have chosen that place. But it was like... I'm saying, so let's say if you were looking for an apartment before I found an apartment, you wouldn't you wouldn't even decide to live over there. No. Okay. See, for <laughs> me, for me, I didn't even see... Like, I, I went during the daytime. Mm-hmm. So, when I went during the daytime, for some reason, that time that I went to go see it, I was thinking of it almost like dorms. Yeah. So, I, I was like, okay, this is it bigger. It kind of looked like some of the housing on camp, on Capitol's campus. Yeah. It looked like, like apartments. But it didn't look, like, dirty or anything when I, when I went to see the first time. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I could live here. Like, once I saw the apartments... The rooms, we went in and you got to see what the rooms look like. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is nice. Yeah. Got carpet. You know, listen, it was nicer than a dorm room. Yeah, I would so say this. my it expectation was... wasn't, um, wasn't high because I knew that it was better than living on a in a dorm room on campus. Yeah, and it, it wasn't necessarily the area or the apartment itself. It was really the like the the back half of that complex like we you looked out getting the one of the apartments like when you first pull into the drive so Mm -hmm. we were like right across from the rental office and it really was no big deal but if you drove further back into that complex it started to look scary but and i never saw that when i first got the apartment So I was like, oh, they got a pool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was thinking, oh, this is this is nice, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then after we got married, and then I was just like, whoa, hey. <laughs> we got married and SWAT came. It was like, whoa. Well, it was like I had a neighbor, and he would be uh, smoking. 
mm-hmm. like in the apartment in his apartment because how our it's a apartment complex so you smell everything mm-hmm. you smell everybody make who's making tacos and spaghetti in their rooms and <laughs> it's like you couldn't avoid anything yeah so people your neighbors were were very neighborly and they would come knock on your door and talk to you too like it wasn't like oh, everybody leaves you alone it was like yeah. you're gonna talk to the people you know, I mean, which, it was one of those places where you have to walk into your building to get to your apartment. Yeah. It wasn't like an, an outdoor entry. It was you walked into the building and then you went to your floor or wherever your apartment was. So, yeah, you could smell everybody's food. You could smell everybody's meals and hear everybody talking and all of that. So, And then, uh, like you said, then I was like, my eyes started getting open when we got married because I remember the police stopped me a couple times asking for my ID. I'm like, I'm like, what? I live here. What apartment do you live in? I'm like, why? why, why I'm not telling you where I live. Why don't, leave me alone. Right. But I started realizing how it wasn't as safe as I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were bringing up, like, moving stuff in. I wasn't going to think nobody's going to rob us or nothing back then. Like, mm-hmm. nobody did, but it was... It was more so when I looked at it now or even after we left, I was like, man, this is like the projects. Yeah. We literally lived in the projects. You remember when we finally moved out? Like, we were in there for a little while because you were you were in there. I think you started living there. Was it the summer? Yeah. You moved in in the summer. And then I don't think we moved out until I was pregnant. Like that November. It might have been... Might have been like that next year, right before our firstborn was born. Yeah. So it was like it was a, it you was had been least, there for a year. Yeah. Over we had a, a year lease. Yeah. yeah. And I remember <laughs> when we were moving out, when we were getting all our stuff. And you remember Grandma was over there helping us. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, I'm so glad you're getting out of there." <laughs> I know. I, I was like confused. I was, I was like, "What?" Up. I was like, "What? What's wrong?" Like. What what's wrong, Grandma? I thought you liked our place. <laughs> and Grandma, she was picking up boxes quickly. Like, let's she get was out. Helping, like, let's go. But everybody was helping at night, so I, I, they saw they were seeing a different element than yeah. I saw. I'm like, no, it's nice. And during the day, if you look, it's it's quiet. <laughs> like, because it would be quiet during the day. Like, yeah, it just get loud at night. And um, but just that experience of moving from there. And then we transitioned to another um, townhouse that had it's probably the same amount of space, right? Or was it bigger? Um, no, it seemed kind of bigger. It was bigger, um, wider at least. And it had uh, everything like everything that we needed was in that apartment. Like before, we had to wash our clothes. I think I washed my clothes. You washed them at your mom's house. At my house. mom's house. You yeah. didn't even wash it there. No, I didn't wash it there. I think I might have washed it there a couple times, like emergency the situations. Like it feels like, okay, we need to get some clothes washed. But other than that, I, I usually went to my mom's house to wash clothes. But the new apartment, it was like everything that we needed was in our apartment. And we didn't have any kids at the first apartment. So yeah. it was like, we, it really didn't matter about washing clothes. Whereas yeah. when you have a kid, you're going to have to wash a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yep. And they had that at the at the Raspberry Glen. Um, they also had the um, 
storage on the outside. Yeah, we had a storage unit connected to our apartment and... Which was really nice. It was outdoor entry. Like, we yeah. had a locked door and you could go straight into your apartment. It wasn't no enter into a building and... Yeah. And we were on the end too, which was nice. So yeah. we only had one, technically had one neighbor connected to us. So yeah, it was definitely an upgrade. But yeah, that I I, I love that apartment. Um, if we wouldn't have had more kids, I would I would have been okay there for for maybe a little bit longer. The only issue I had was that they kept increasing the rent. Yeah. And they had well, three. We got it shot up one time. What? Our apartment there, the second apartment, we got that bad boy shot up. Yeah, we got shot. We got shot at. <laughs> but that happened. We didn't. I I remember the bullets coming because I was like, dang, that was close. I think it was like New Year's or something. And then it? the next when we were moving out, I found the bullet. Mm-hmm. inside our dresser and i saw the bullet holes inside the wall where our uh our son normally was around that area and it's like i i was just like man god you are such a protector because you ended that bullet inside my dresser like it could have kept going mm-hmm. but it stopped inside my dresser so yeah, that was that was an interesting area too. I mean, the area didn't seem as um, as bad as the first one, but mm-hmm. there's still a lot of um, crazy things happening in that area too. A lot of police down the street in the housing, the housing that was down the street, and then we end up moving to 15th. Like we mm-hmm. we went. From hood to hood to hood. Yeah. We was living like, that hood life for a minute. We live in straight hood. And like, had no problems with it either. Not even. Like, everybody else looking at us like, oh, you good? Y'all live you over straight? here? <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's a house. Like, those experiences where we've lived help us to appreciate one another. I didn't know what we were going to do, but I just knew I wanted to do it with you. Yeah. Well, I know for me, 20 years has taught me... Um, acceptance, forgiveness, and really it's, it has been a choice to love each other every single day. Um, because like I said, when we first got married, you know, I just thought, okay, this is natural. Like what is the big deal like things are not going to change we're just going to be in the same house little did i know that there will be challenges that came with marriage but you just think at least i thought you know okay just we'll just make it official like there's no big deal but when you live with someone um you know it's about really learning who that person is and when you're married, it's making that choice to not let your knowledge of who that person is take away your love for them. And for me, that's really what it's been is because I, we talked about this the other day. It's really been, you know, us learning who we are individually. These 20 years has been a journey of growth for us individually. And 
because we've been accepting of that, because I have accepted that you have to grow as an individual and you have accepted that I have to grow as an individual, it's given, I think it's allowed us to accept that from each other and we both can get to that place where we're completely happy because I'm, I'm not responsible for your happiness. I'm not responsible for um, your identity. You know, that's on you because how am I supposed to know what makes you happy if you don't know what makes you happy and vice versa? How are you supposed to know what makes me happy if I don't know? Um, and when we both could see that from each other, that we needed to grow individually and we saw how important that was. Um, I think it just made our relationship even stronger um, because it's like, man, we got to, we got to learn about ourselves and it's great to have a partner who is going to be there for you through all of that. You don't want to, grow apart from each other. You want to say, you know, I want somebody who's going to say, Maya, you got to grow. You got to learn what makes you happy. You got to learn who you are. I will be here every step of the way with you as you learn that because I love you. And I feel like that's what you've done for me is you have said, hey, you figure it out. If you need my help, if you need an ear, if you need support, I'm here. But you got to figure that out and you've given me the space and the time and you've supported me in ways like sending me to a hotel when you knew I needed a break or, you know, you knew I needed to figure some things out, like what I wanted to do, you know, in my career path and things like that, like giving me the space and the ability to do that. That's what has helped me so much. And I hope that I've been able to do that for you too. Like, just allow you to be you. And like I said, I just feel like that has made our relationship so much stronger because we know it's a journey. We know there are going to be changes. We expect that. But instead of allowing those changes and, um, you know, what we learn about ourselves to interfere with our relationship, we, we let it tie us together even stronger. So 20 years means <laughs> a lot of growth <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. It's been an amazing journey. And it's the best decision I have ever made. Like, not only have we grown together, our family has grown. Six kids. Mm -hmm. And that, I will say this to prospective parents out there. Sometimes being a parent, it's just about survival. <laughs> You're just trying to survive. Yep. And it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Don't think that you need to have it all together. Don't have to read every single parenting book. Mm -hmm. It's really about figuring it out. Just like we are in our marriage. Like You don't know how to be a parent until you become one right. you don't know how to be i don't i didn't know how to become a husband until i became one mm -hmm. and i'm still learning and i think that's the fun part is that 
a lot of people don't like to learn. <laughs> we just want to know. Like, because learning means change. Yeah, a lot and times. and sometimes um, the things that have caused us trauma in our past, we like to shut out. We like to avoid. So, but when you do that, you cause yourself to live a stagnant life. Like you don't, you don't push beyond the areas of your life that cause you discomfort Mm -hmm. because you don't want to experience pain you want to you know stay in that safety zone but marriage always pushes you into discomfort because you're going to have to face you're going to have to face yourself like you just said it's like it's about you growing as an individual Mm -hmm. while someone's still walking along with you Mm -hmm. and there was so many, so much misinformation that I received, not only going into marriage, but while in our early years of marriage of people just I read books or people would say stuff. You hear somebody preach or, or somebody teaching about marriage and they're like, become one, become one, become one. And or tell your wife to submit to you. And how they would present it would be without any further, you know, saying, uh, diving deeper into what that actually means. Mm -hmm. So you're an ignorant person like I was trying to fit somebody into a mold that they were not meant to live in. And, And having the assumption that that meant giving up who you were. Like to become one, you give up who you are to become something together. And I learned that that's not what it is. That's what I thought it was. I thought, oh, I got to, I can't be mine anymore because now. Your dreams become our dream. Yeah, I'm married now. So now we have to find something we want to do together and we have to exist together, not me exist anymore. It's us, which in a way, I mean, it's true, but it doesn't mean leaving who you are forgetting who you are as an individual yeah it and that took for me going through some really rough times mentally for myself to realize that standing on your own two feet does not diminish you from standing as well Mm -hmm. like it's not about me it is about us but you're not going to get there if you don't know who you are Mm-hmm. If my dreams become completely invisible, I have nothing to aim for. I have nothing to go after. So I'm going to look to things to fill that void that I've created by me surrendering my my dreams. Uh, and that's when the vices, that's when the, the things become conflicts in your marriages because you're fighting to be you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have to fight to be you, you're you're able to grow. And I think that's the one thing in our marriage that I think has really transformed and made it stronger is the fact of we no longer fight for our individuality. Mm-hmm. We live in it being our own selves, but we accept the other person's ideas, thoughts, um, dreams just as much as they are like so your dream is my dream mm-hmm. but I don't have to live your dream 
You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, your success and my kids' success is just as important as my own. I just want to see y'all win. Mm-hmm. I just realized we've been married for half of our life. Yeah. <laughs> We're both 40. We've been married for 20 years. So from yeah. now on, we'll be married for over half of our lives. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. 20 years unmarried, 20 years married. That's yeah. crazy to me. And it's crazy, too, because now we're moving into, like, almost a different um, time in our lives because, I mean, our youngest is 11, so we still got a a handful of years to go. But we're transitioning into this time where our children are becoming more and more independent. We have one in college now. And then next year... Our second oldest will be a senior. So he'll be in college in two years. And it's like we're moving into this phase of our life where, you know, the children are starting to get older. They're starting to get their own schedules. You know, some of them may start to get jobs or, you know, go to college or whatever. But it'll be a time where we don't have to pour so much into our children. And the fact that we have a great foundation in our marriage will make that um I'm not gonna say easy because I've never (laughs) there has never been a time in my life after our firstborn where I did not have to spend the majority of my time investing into my children so that's gonna be new it's gonna be like man you know they don't I don't have to wake nobody up I don't have to get nobody's clothes together I don't have to you know what I mean like you don't have that responsibility or that worry or those thoughts in your head that I've got to get got to pack their lunch I gotta take them here take them there like they're gonna be driving themselves so it's like a completely new phase in our life that we're starting to enter and I just think it's gonna make it um, more enjoyable to be married um, because we have such a strong foundation with within our marriage you know what I because mean? we won't have to survive anymore yeah that's the biggest <laughs> thing no more survival it's more so just thriving and and being able to wake up and knowing that you can make your dream the priority now mm-hmm. you can um you don't have to share <laughs> your meals you can <laughs> you can just eat you know what i'm saying you don't have to hide in the car and eat your eat your food before you go in and see your daughter it's like you can just eat and enjoy life and and you don't have to see the nasty little faces they give you if you if you don't bring them nothing home so oh you know gosh. that's the that's enjoyable these 20 years have been amazing and i know that the best is yet to come oh so yeah it's just, just gonna, gonna get better going. yep it's gonna get better from here Thanks for tuning in to Babe Let's Talk with Maya and Ian Gardner. Being parents of six children and married for over 18 years, our hope is to give a refreshing perspective on hot topics and trending questions within relationships. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation.